What is up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the Clover Tech Podcast Studio. This one, I think, is coming in at number one forty-eight, something like that. I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm not good at math, so the numbers may not be entirely accurate. But who cares? The uh, date, May twenty-seventh, twenty twenty-one, and uh, got a topic tonight. We're going to uh, announce our panel. Jump into that here shortly. Sent in by the uh ever so popular tabletop reviewer mr travis p11 who was on last week uh threw this topic my way uh, whenever i sent the invites out for last week and doesn't show up and then doesn't show up that is absolutely correct and uh yeah it's kind of a multifaceted topic it kind of has a similar theme and so I don't remember what I put on the uh, thumbnail, but something like um, startup growing and burnout. So we're all going to cover several different facets of the gun tuber world and uh, from startup to basically burnout uh, growth and a lot of other things included in that. Before we do that, though, uh, give a quick update because some people I know probably will see that I'm live. Stop by for uh, Texas constitutional carry update. The uh, Senate and House have signed off, finalized administratively, um, HB 1927 uh, in their chambers. That means the clock starts now. Governor Abbott's got 10 days to uh, sign it, veto it, or let it become law without his signature. Uh, which any of those things could happen. We look for him honestly to sign it uh, probably tomorrow or Saturday, if I was guessing. Don't quote me on that. That's a guess. Uh, and if he does that live and we get wind, we will go live and uh, cover that. If not, I'll probably do an impromptu podcast afterwards and um, we'll talk about it. So, but uh, yeah, it is definitely happening. Um, some other things going on with the channel worth mentioning real quick. Uh, I hate to pull up. God, I hate to pull Braden. And if you're out there and you don't know who Braden is, I feel for you. Uh, you're probably better off not knowing. But I hate to pull Braden, but something I'm really cool. Yeah, right. Something really cool with um, with YouTube and gun tubers and policy and some stuff like that uh, that may be happening in the very near future that I may or may not have been an instrumental part of. Uh, and I hope to to talk about that i hope to talk about that publicly a lot of you out there i've talked privately about some things i know i've mentioned a bunch of stuff in passing uh with uh, you know how we need to come together as gun tubers work with youtube uh on redefining some of their policy and uh maybe relaxing some of the policy and different things like that so uh with that um 
I'm going to go to our panel because we've got a fairly big panel. I see Swamp Dog out there, but his devices are not connected, so I cannot bring him in. If you can hear us out there, Swamp Dog, then uh, you need to give access to all of your stuff. Uh, then I'll be able to bring you into the chat as well. But for tonight, going to run through the panel, the largest panel we've had on the uh, studio or the after hours chat, mainly because now I've got the capability to hold more than six people. It's just nice. So the largest panel, at least at one time. Uh, and Question got, real quick. Uh, Do we yeah. really want access to Swamp Dog's uh, stuff? I'm just saying. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, he's trying to get in, but he is kind of new to the uh, the whole scene. So I don't know. Maybe having some technical difficulties there. Uh, anyway, got Papa down at the bottom of the screen down there. 45.8 CP. Join us once again. He's been at AWOL for a couple of weeks. How are you, bro? And he's not going to talk. So that's nice. He Hold may on. Be able to and there we go. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am back. Um, you know, a little rough few weeks, but uh, we just keep soldiering on. Right. That's good to see you. Um, Mr. Big Kid in the house. Don't get to see Mr. Big Kid very often. How's it going, bro? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's been a pretty insane couple of weeks, but happy to be here. I've been meaning to catch you on some of these. Cool. It's uh, yeah, good to have you. And uh, Ghost Tactical joining us, as usual, most nights when he's not without internet or power anyway right well I, i'm 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 a little perturbed right now you know our good friend todd fossey puts out there that he's the best air guitar player in the world and as you guys know he didn't show up for our open call for our air band air air supply he didn't even show up for our our air boy band no direction so how can he go out there and say he's the best air guitar player but not show up for open calls? I'm just saying I'm a little perturbed, so I might be a little out of it tonight. Thanks for having me. <laughs> not a problem, man. Uh, budget's with us, or at least I guess for now he's still budget. Who knows if he will be budget in the future? But I'll call, always call him budget regardless. We've got budget. Did I say budget enough? Um, it's $5, I think, yes, Fame, every time I say that. So budget. Uh, but uh, what's happening, man? You're running out of budget. Stop it. I know, right? <laughs> right. I'm going to extend the budget. Talking about the budget. I know. I, I'm doing well. I uh, am not dead yet. I feel a hell of a lot better than I did the other day. Good. Um. So yeah, back to business, man. Thanks for the invite. You bet. Uh, Ruby Tuesday, Ruby Tuesday out there says, uh, "Huh? Is it just me uh, that it's buffering?" So yeah, if it's buffering for anybody else, let me know. I don't see an issue on my end, but. That uh, could not mean anything. When we're going from uh, StreamYard, the buffering is typically not an issue that we can do anything about. Unfortunately, it's a StreamYard or YouTube-related issue, which sucks when you don't have the uh, control. But uh, Mr. Sandhill Shooter, Sandy, in the house with us this week. What's up, Sandy? Yeah, thanks for the invite. Uh, didn't want to miss out on this topic. You bet. Yeah, it's going to be um, a little bit all over the place, but I think uh, I think it's a good one, a fun one. Uh, and then uh, the TRB, or not the TRB, I guess it would just be TRB. That would be like saying the, the, and that don't work. But uh, Rogue Manchie, Rogue in the house with us. What's happening, bro? Not much. Hopefully I don't nod off because I've been up for 20 hours straight right now working. Ah, so That's, uh, that's nothing. Amateur hour. 
No, uh, trust me. Uh, I know, but man, old age is starting to catch up with me. You know, I'm saying that with a smile on my face. Right. But right. But thanks for having me on. You bet. So I'm going to read through here first the uh, email that was sent to me by our good buddy Travis P11, uh, and then we're going to start diving into a few different portions of uh, of this email. And uh, he says, I have a good topic that I think might be might make for good discussion. Uh, first, are gun tubers uh, a dying breed on YouTube? Tied in with that, maybe a discussion on how to keep your channel fresh and growing. I hear people complaining about growth not happening, so maybe we could discuss uh, the factors. Oversaturation of the same content on channels, a formerly captive audience now returning to work and not at home watching our videos, trying to learn the algorithm of YouTube to make it work for you. Uh, I'd like your take on this one. A few of my favorite channels have recently walked away uh, from YouTube due to burnout and a lack of channel growth. Okay. Travis is not here again, unfortunately, but I want to start on that last topic, guys, because I read this and I, and I haven't talked with, uh, with Travis publicly behind the scenes or anything else but i know some channels that have been gone for some time fate of destiny for example um but i don't know anybody that i've, I've hung out with since i've really been on the scene that has sort of walked away and quit um uh, now I, know I may just not be following certain channels I find new channels all the time, but I've got no insider input into that. Uh, G-Web's out there, so it's for what it's worth. All channels will leave YouTube at some point. Um, that's a pretty definitive statement. I don't know. Uh, I guess that would be true because even at some point I will pass away or become too old or decrepit or something and probably not want to do it anymore. So uh, even though that is a very finite statement that you have made probably true but i don't know anybody that's you know because of last year in covid or previous year because of i just don't know of anybody that's really that's really stepped away um so let's run this one through the panel and, and see talk about some channels maybe that that have done that uh rogue i'll kick it off with you any channels come to mind that have gun tubers that have kind of walked away from it over the last, let's say, year or so? Not over the last year. Um, I know one channel that he walked away. He was um, he was trying to go into consulting, uh, gun, uh, actually silencer consulting, and he kind of walked away, and then that business didn't do well for him. But other than that, that is, that's the only one I know. I mean, everybody else I still know, and there's always the I'm walking away, but yet they just still seem to be putting videos out on the channels right just not doing as much rather than walking away yeah. right the high exactly and, and let's be clear that's a that's a uh, lots of people do that right lots of big channels will take sometimes they'll take a month off they'll take a two weeks off here and there they'll you know they'll do stuff like that and that could be a healthy thing um and I, I don't think that's what travis was talking about i think he was talking about walking away uh all together sandy coming over to you uh channels that uh you know, have recently walked away from YouTube. Any thoughts? Well, one that comes to mind used to be a, almost a weekly, just a solid, I could always count on him on my show. Uh, and I don't know what happened, and I don't have his 
phone number to be able to get back in touch with him. Uh, but uh, but Nighthawk medic disappeared, and I, I I still don't know exactly what happened there. Ooh, that's uh, a that, good one. I forgot about Nighthawk, but he was. Yeah, I talked to him here. about a month ago. Yeah, I talked to him about a month ago. He's going through some uh, issues, so he'll be back having, soon. Having some issues, yeah. So not gone yeah. forever. That's good. That's no, he'll good. be back soon. I talked about about a month ago or so. I talked, but yeah, he's 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 getting everything back in order and all that. He'll be back soon. Right. Yeah, G23 out there says Nighthawk. Yeah, and that's what – yeah, I wasn't even thinking of Nighthawk, but you're absolutely right. Uh, go ahead, Sandy, finish up if you – your thoughts there. That's that's pretty much it. Like uh, like Banshee said, I mean, there's several of them that have kind of pulled back, but I don't know of anybody else that's just up and, and disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's about it. I see some, some uh, chatter out there in the comments about Chad Prather, but – I don't think he was ever a gun channel and he's, he's only growing. He's pulling back. Yeah. We don't want to get into uh, anything other than really the gun tubers. This is sort of a gun tuber conversation tonight. Budget bringing you in uh, any that you can think of. Not in the past year or so. No. Right. Um, but she lives out there. He says he probably knows more channels uh that have left that exist today and you know when you've been around on the platform the entire time the platform has been here yeah gee we we get it um <laughs> coast and bring you in uh any channels you could think of gun tuber channels that have uh you know kind of called it quits well i mean if, if we're talking about calling it quits for burnout or whatever no but there are people that walk away for other reasons like tardot walked away a, a year or two ago because this is true of extra uh, you know, circumstances that's not being burned out. Now, I wish there were some, there are some channels that I wish would walk away, but no, right. I, I don't know of any right. uh, that actually well, have walked away. You know, when you talk about, and that's not really a burnout situation, right? We know he really wanted to continue, yeah. but it's kind of like Nighthawk exactly. Medics thing where, you know, situations presented themselves. My wife, uh, which is what that guy's media uh, was her channel, uh, you know, COVID being a nurse COVID hit last year. And I mean, that really put the kibosh on, <laughs> on, uh, all what she could do for sure. And, um, uh, you know, she just hadn't, haven't, hasn't found the time to pick back up yet. Um, defense that out there says I've been in sort of a burnout mode for about a month. Personally, I want to sort of revamp his style and content somehow. Yeah, and we're going to get into uh, keeping it fresh. That was part of the conversation here. So hopefully we can talk about that. Uh, Big Kid, uh, jump in here with uh, channels that are burned out, stepped away, walked away. Yeah, I know one. Um, I was pretty bummed when he stopped making content. Super nice guy and everything, and I was trying to help him get started, but... I think it just kind of got to him, you know, in the beginning, you play to an empty room. It's just kind of the way things are and you have to get through that, that disappointment. And eventually things start to pick up and get exciting, but um, some people just don't make it to that point where uh, things can grow. It takes time. So good dude though. Hopefully he comes back. He got busy, but. Right. It happens. Life happens. Uh, Papa jump in here on, on us here. Um, yeah, I've seen some that have disappeared over the years. Um, Cash EDC, has he done anything recently? He was kind of hot there. That was, he was kind of hot there for a while. And I, I haven't, haven't seen him. Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen him in my feed. That's true. Uh, I haven't either. 
Um, other than, than that, you know, I can understand sometimes, you know, you get the, the whole YouTube mm -hmm. apocalypse sometimes that, that comes through that some of these younger channels see that and think, well, well why am I doing this? But, well, and we're going to, and we're going to talk yeah, about, dive into that. Yeah. We're going to dive into some of the factors that might lead into this. I just wanted to lead off because, and I feel bad for not thinking about my Nighthawk medic, but, um, you know, that's, Honestly, that's the only one that I could think of, at least in, in recent times. Swap Dog is joining us here. Swap Dog Armory in the house. So uh, you jumped in just in time to get in on the conversation. So just curious. Uh, now, our tech and daughter out there said Cash just did an RPK video a few days ago. So that's great to uh, to hear. Um, Swap Dog, jump in here. Any channels that you know of that have maybe felt the burnout, uh, quit, walked away temporarily or permanently? Uh, I don't know anybody that's walked away per se. I was just listening to some of the channels that y'all was mentioning. Okay, good enough. So that, uh, that'll cause us to shift gears here. We'll kind of go back to the first of what uh, Travis had in his little email here, which was, I think this is something that my honest opinion is, I think this is a perception issue. Um, because what he said, he said, are, are gun tubers a dying breed on YouTube? Um, and I think no. Uh, and I think no, because I've been using my community tab. And whenever I release a video or something like that, I'll usually go search those keywords and I'll filter it by you know, channel and by some different things to try to look around maybe for a channel I've never heard of. And usually a smaller channel. Sometimes I run across channels with hundreds of thousands or even tens of thousands of subscribers that I've never heard of before. Um, and then I'll go look at the date they joined YouTube and I'll, and I'll check out some other stuff typically. And I'm always surprised at the new channels that I find. Um, so that was a weird question that he had there. Are gun tubers a dying breed on YouTube? Now, the way that it used to be done, right? Uh, that's a totally different question. And so I think that the way things are done, it seems to me there is more a shift to the raw, unedited type. I mean, people dig that more, it almost seems like, than some of the highly polished stuff. That's a lot of the feedback I get. People are like, I follow this channel and that channel. And then I go look and I'm like, I'm, I'm comparing... You know, and, and I throw Paul Harrell, which is a big channel. I throw Paul Harrell almost into the unpolished, unedited because it ain't any. His audio is garbage a lot of times. Um, he doesn't work about work on lighting or any other issue. I mean, literally, he goes out the range, sets up a camera, talks, and does his thing. He's got some fades in there, but there's no jump cuts. There's no fancy graphics. There's no backlighting. There's no you know all of this this crazy stuff, and you know, you compare that to, you pick one, right? To, let's say, the Gun Collective with uh, all the screen in screen and, and graphic art and other things. Um, and, I mean, it's, and it's night and day, but it seems like people gravitate, or gravitating more to the, I don't even know what you would call it, grassroots, the, the more amateur style stuff. And we see a lot of new up-and-coming channels that are doing that as well. Uh, even like Cash EDC, we talked about him killing on thumbnails, which is something we'll talk about uh, a little bit later on. Uh, but 
basically just standing in front of a camera. It's fairly raw. He does know when to use jump cuts and some things like that, which is nice. But um, so, yeah, the question is, are gun tubers a dying breed? That's what we're going to uh, run this one through the room. Budget, I'll kick this one off with you. Are gun tubers a dying breed? Your thoughts on that? Nope. Easy enough. Uh, ghost. I mean, Jeff, I, oh, I, mean I, I can expand on it if I really have to, but the long and the short of it is no. Well, I feel mean, free to expand. I mean, if you because, have anything worthwhile to add, do it. Because I think that the gun culture, gun videos, gun content has always been a part of YouTube. Uh, it's always been a part of American culture. Uh, despite what some people would have you believe, it's still a part of American culture. And if anything, it's a growing part of American culture. So, no, I don't see that gun tubers are going to be going the way of the dodo unless there's some artificial constraint imposed upon it. Barring that, nope, I think we're alive and well and we'll continue to grow. I think, if anything, competition on our end of things, on the creator end of things, is just only going to get harder. I unmute here it would help but uh, i'm going to make a note because i don't want to i don't want to say something here but but i had a thought when you said that um and i don't want to step on anybody else because they may have this thought as well so i'll bring ghost in uh on gun tubers being a dying breed what are your thoughts ghost no i i don't think so at all i think what's a dying breed is the old style of gun tubers of doing reviews and, and all of that stuff. I think a lot of the newer ones, and not all of them, but and it's not just the gun niche. I think the people that are coming in the last year or two, especially during the COVID years, saw YouTube as a way to make money, to become a celebrity, to become social media icons. And I think that even in our gun community, you, you, you are seeing in the last couple of years, people that are, around for fame and fortune possibly uh which is not necessarily a bad thing because we need to have that as well but i think that the old way of doing gun tube stuff might be changing but gun tubers in general no we're alive and well uh kid jump in here i don't think so um to be honest i see a lot of people that are getting into the industry especially with all the new gun owners out there i think a lot of people are consuming content too right. i think the big difference is i mean yeah there's also um is a lot of censorship going on so it's even though we're growing you know they're we're definitely getting pushback but i don't think we're, we're a dying breed at all right uh g webs out there he says he disagrees he says it'll get easier as less content creators stick around hmm, that's an interesting thing and then uh, chris lang out there says i feel those gun tubers are in high demand y'all are all being censored out and that's part of what i'm going to address uh here in a second if nobody else does based on uh, what budget said uh nice strike jumping in and joining us tonight we definitely have the biggest one time all at one time panel now but um jump in here strike uh our gun tubers and nine breed well, if they were, why the hell did I start GunTube.org? Right there, you go. You know, that's that's, that's all my question. But but again, you know, GWEBS did put a point. You know, we do have some people that come and don't stay, and they they leave. Though sometimes they bring stuff to the table, and their stuff sticks around, even though they've gone. But the, the but you know, 
look at it this way. When you go hunting, you're not hunting to exterminate the whole species. You're just thinning out the herd. And I see people that leave as, you know, just thinning out, thinning out the herd. Right. Right. Uh, Swap Dog, jump in here. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't think that things are a dying breed. I think that, if anything, there's a little more opportunity for up-and-coming people now as bigger and longer time people start walking away and getting censored. Uh, Papa? No, I don't think we're a dying breed. Um, It's evolving. Mm -hmm. But we're not a dying breed. I I notice more and more... uh, not necessarily review stuff and more and more second amendment and industry news stuff coming through. This is true. Uh, Rogue jump in here. I'd say not if you're doing it right. There you go. That's a good point, I guess. And right can kind of change with the wind. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, You know, we talk about the waves, you know, that, that come along and we'll talk a little more about those when we get into the growth aspect of things. Um, Sandy, you're up. Finish this one out. Gun tubers and dying breed. All right. Allow me to do what I'm good at and make a short story long. Um, short answer, no. They're not a they're not a dying breed. But here's what I've kind of seen is there's three kind of three distinct groups. There's the super big channels that like uh, your demolition ranch, your your Hickok. I never hear about those guys getting demonetized or censored out real bad. Um, you've got your your tiny little channels like mine that are below the radar. And YouTube doesn't really even know that we're out here doing our thing and they don't take much note of us. And then there's that middle of the road that are, they're big enough that YouTube knows they're there. They're not so big that they're a cash cow. And those are the ones that I see getting censored typically and and walking away, going to other, uh, other platforms. But as long as there's enough of us little guys to flood, uh, you know, flood the, the search results um i don't think that it's that it's ever gonna go away um and if it i mean if they start just cracking down and saying absolutely no gun content whatsoever i think that youtube's probably smarter than that but i mean i hope so time will tell uh, but no I, I think that everybody else is pretty much uh, spot on the the more people that are looking into buying their first gun i mean that's how I got here. I went to YouTube and started doing research. And so I think it just becomes kind of a, a snowball effect eventually. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, what I wanted to follow up with and several on the panel here have, have here have alluded to that. And then we had, uh, Chris out there in the chat and also that brought it up. And here's the, here's the thing. Um, and that's part of this thing I can't talk about. I talked about it earlier in the podcast. Deals with this idea of censoring, right? Platforms have policies. We have to abide by said policies. And if we don't like said policies, we should work to change said policies. Um, it works. It's very similar to the way that our government works. Um, you know, if we want things changed, then we rally and we protest and we vote the right politicians in and we put pressure on said representatives and we get legislation introduced and we try to change things. Um, it's no different here on this platform. And the more creators that we get, I don't see it 
creating a competitive situation. I think see it potentially creating a larger market for YouTube because right now one of the big problems that we have is we're a super small subsection of the populace when you're talking about the niche of firearms content. Uh, and you can throw 2A into that. 2A channels oftentimes move over into political channels as well and it starts muddy in the water with that uh so we got to uh we got to be you know be careful i kind of agree with sandy that there's there's multiple breakouts when you're talking about what a channel does and some channels do a variety of different things um and that may be part of the issue but i think the more that we get on the platform um the more youtube sees that it's an established niche and also i think more of us can come together to petition for said changes budget. You had you hand up. What's up? No, I was just saying you were talking about channels that do a whole bunch of different things. I'm kind oh, of yeah. Yeah, like this one. Ghost. Did you want to follow up there? Nope. No, okay. I just made a comment in the private. I don't think they're censoring us. I don't, I don't think that, it's a YouTube policy or anything else. I don't think there's a concentrated effort in censoring the gun community. Right. I think what people are seeing that they're censored is because our numbers are down. Well, people are back at work. People are out of the house now. Last year, a lot of people blew up because they were at home. They were watching a lot of videos. They were there. And now that it's slowed down, all they're no, they're not censoring. It's just people have a life again. You know, and, and, well, and let's be honest, I can tell you from personal experience, and I think Big Kid will tell you to blow up in, 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 in a small way that we've kind of blown up in the last year. You got to be really lucky. You have to have the right video at the right time. And sometimes I can tell you from mine, and Big Kid will tell you the same thing. The video that kind of blew us up were three months old before it went nuts. So, I mean, it's just lucky, you know, it's yeah. not censoring. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and another aspect of this, and with, uh, with all of the, the help I've given to creators, especially over the last couple of years. Um, and it's one of the reasons we've done this for years now, this Thursday night and get together and try to talk about some of this stuff um, is creators by and large in every niche, not just ours. I'm not just picking on gun tubers are totally ignorant when it comes to YouTube policy and they violate the policy. And then when they get slapped for violating the policy, Oh, it's YouTube censoring them. And then all the viewers out there, all they hear all day, every day in the media is oh, big tech, this and big tech that and one plus one to them equals two. So it's censoring. And it's like, if you know the minutia and the details of most of what goes on, that explanation doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so if we're not a dying breed, then, you know, we've got the issue of potentially channels getting burned out, stuff not happening, walking away. There's definitely frustrations. And with Travis P11's uh, email, he sent me there. He's, he mentions that he hears people complaining about not growing, about growth not happen, happening. And so he says he wants to discuss the factors that, you know, can lead to that. Some of the things he, he asked about in here is, is there oversaturation either on a channel level or platform wide? Is there an oversaturation? Could that be a problem with growth? He wants to talk about what Ghost had just mentioned, uh, ha having a captive audience and then that moving into, 
everything's open back up, people at work. Uh, and it also we got the, the the back end, the creator, the analytic portion of things, right? The algorithms and stuff, uh, and being able to best utilize certain practices. I mentioned thumbnails early, obviously titles are, uh, are a thing. Um, yeah, what are those things? People, if people are complaining about not growing, what are some of the things that potentially are causing them not to grow? And what are some of the fixes for those uh, those potential problems? Uh, Sandy, I'm going to let you lead off with this one. Um, I can only speak for myself in this case, and, and I know why I'm not growing any faster than I am. A lot of it's just because I, I don't put a lot of time or effort into even thinking about ways to grow or, or trying to grow. Uh, I do what I do, and either God's going to bless it to blow up like you did that one video that one time, or, or it's not going to happen, um, but it's going to be what it is. And I honestly, I just don't have enough time in my life to throw more than, than uh, what I really do right now. So that's a lot of it for me. If, if, I, if I applied myself more to it, then the sky would be the limit. So I'm, I'm my own restriction at this point. Right. So it's, uh, what you're saying is input equals output, basically. Yeah, I took a lot more words. Yours was better. Yeah, there you go. You said you were long-winded at stuff. So, yeah, we understand. Uh, Mr. Big Kid lets you jump in here on, you know, are some of the complaints for not growing or some of them reasonable and, you know, you can't do much about that? You're being held back. The man's keeping you down. Um or are some of them under your control and how do you rectify those? Um, I don't think the man's necessarily keeping us down. I think um, YouTube goes through seasons. There's times where I grow and mm -hmm. it seems like it's growing quick and then there's just weeks that seem really slow too. But I think there's also a matter of staleness. I think the channel does the same exact thing every time. There's an audience that likes that and they get mad if you change it up. But then if you change it up, that might introduce you to a new type of audience. And I don't mean changing niche and stuff like that. Rather, like maybe your style or maybe try a different editing technique, something like yep. that. I like to play around with videos and try different things. Right. But um, as far as like the whole censoring conversation, I think I don't think YouTube necessarily cares about censoring. I think it comes down to dollar signs for them. That being said, doesn't mean that that moderator that is doing that personal review on your video hates guns and they might personally you know take it down um yeah that's i guess that's my take on it right and on a on a micro level like that possibly uh but it's definitely not a uh definitely not like an internal or external policy no i don't um, think so either Jay, uh, Jay Howe out there says, why should anyone be questioned, censored, or the likewise? It's called freedom of speech. Some of the big tech uh, stuff is directly related to them disliking types of creators. It is not directly related to nothing. Hit me up. Give me a call. Let's discuss it. Um, but, yeah, first of all, when you're talking big tech, you can't lump all the platforms in together because their internal and external policies are all vastly different. Some of the big tech platforms absolutely hate each other's guts. So why would they even remotely work in lockstep? And number three, it's a private company and they're not saying you can't 
say certain things or show certain things. They're simply saying you can't do it in a certain way. And that's the same as like, I'm going to tell you, you're welcome to come over my house and visit my range anytime you want. But you know what? Don't come butt naked because I'm not going to tolerate that. Now, I haven't told you you couldn't come to my range. I didn't say that. But there are caveats. Um, yeah, we're, we're coming back around. Uh, budget, did you raise your hand? I'll go to you next if you did. Nope, I didn't. I mean, I was kind of gesticulating, but it was kind <laughs> of an. When you're talking about, I, I, what? I can't come to your range naked? Man, come on. Right. No, you can't. Well, since uh, you're up, I mean, go ahead. Give your comments on this as to what, you know, I don't want to get on onto the topic of because I don't believe for a second YouTube is holding us back. Um, but I believe there's some policies in play that we need to work with them and, and rectify. But I don't want to get off into those weeds. I want to stick this to more stick to more of a creator mindset here. And so I'll get back to the original question. We'll, we'll kick it off with you uh, here, which is. The people that complain they're not growing, are there factors beyond their control or is it factors that are under their control? Is it a combination of the two? And if it is something that they can control, what should they be doing? Yes and no. It's one factor that's quote unquote beyond our control would be tripping that algorithm would be maybe someone sharing your content on the right forum and the right subreddit at the right time with the right video to get a crap ton of views and subscribers and et cetera. That, right. that, that's kind of the luck component of, you know, maybe this one video just blows up for you and starts that stuff into motion, mm -hmm. which will trigger the algorithm, which et cetera, et cetera. Barring that kind of thing, you, the generic you as a creator, I can tell you what's holding you back because I because I realized what's holding me back. Okay. You, me, us, our work ethic, our because I'm gonna tell you something. I was inconsistent as hell putting out videos, and my growth was really slow. It's yep. funny how in the last, you know, I, the, in the last seven, eight weeks, I've really been trying to put the hammer down and put out that content every week, like clockwork, you know, and, yep. and I'm seeing my, my curve start to go up in the last seven days. My impressions are up. My views are up. My subs are up, you know, because it's finally starting to, to trigger with the algorithm and with the subscribers, with the viewers, because, you know, they'll go, they'll look at your channel and they'll see, oh, this dude ain't put shit out in like two months. Eh, right. Piss on him. Right. So yeah. really, here's what's holding you back, people. And you may not like to hear this. You. Yeah, because you know, you. That, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in on that just to say. So here's what I do. Like, for example, and, and I went through this recently. So Disney Plus, whatever it is, $4.99 a month, right? They had WandaVision and they had, we're not getting off into nerd chat, but they had, they had uh, our geek chat. This is the nerd chat. But anyway, they had WandaVision, they had the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? So instead of paying for Disney Plus for, to watch one episode a week for however many weeks, I'm going to pay for one month and I'm going to basically binge watch a bunch of stuff, right? So the more content you have on the channel, the more regularly you upload, the more 
people are going to watch that because it's available for them to watch, right? I'm one of those binge watchers, and I think a lot of people are. Um, Tactical Toolbox out there in the chat makes a makes a great point and one I totally agree with. He said, if YouTube really wanted us gone, we'd be gone already. For example, in 2019, they deleted almost all of the conspiracy channels. Yeah, they could very easily hit a button based on titles, tags, descriptions, <laughs> and and whack a lot of channels at one time if they if they wanted to. And even when we see more recent things like demonetization through the YouTube partner program on potentially a dozen or two dozen channels, which you've seen over the last couple of weeks, which I am trying to work with those folks and try to establish a pattern and work with YouTube and figure out actually what went on so we can understand it. Uh, but two totally separate situations that would be far more affected than just that. Uh, I'm going to jump down to, uh, to Papa on this, jump down below budget there and say, jump in here, Papa on, um, yeah, what could be holding people back? They're complaining about growth. What could be holding them back? What can they do about it? 80% of it's you. 20% might be the algorithm or figuring out how to trip the algorithm. But, uh, you know, when I started out, I started out really slow. Um, wasn't until, you know, a few couple of years into it, I started watching some of the videos on how to grow a channel, how to do uh, thumbnails, you know, how, and, and started making more consistent videos. Uh, and I noticed a spike in viewership and, and it grow. The more I put into it, the better it did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yep, no doubt. Uh, input equals output. Uh, nice strike. You know the topic. Jump in here. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I've had a problem recently where, you know, uh, I've kind of been MIA, you know, on hiatus a little bit just because the fact that, you know, I had, you know, family that died. So, you know, it, and that, that's going to happen to channels eventually. You're going to have those situations where you're going to have to go on hiatus for a little while. So, you know, it, it, it all comes down like what, you and I have millions of conversations on the algorithms overall. And it, 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 you, you've been able to, you yourself have been able to navigate some of that where it hasn't exactly worked for the rest of us. So, you know, it's just... It's just learning to, to work within the confines of what we have and not, you know, and, and keep at it, you know, not not get get lazy and not, you know, try to stop doing what we're doing. Because if you stop doing what you're doing, yes, people are going to lose interest. All right. Uh, Ghost, jump in here. Uh, I'm probably getting ready to piss off a lot of people, but Do it. uh, it's, what, it's what it is. But, yeah, I mean, the part of it being you, I want to take it a step further. There's, there's several different factors that could be causing you not to grow. One, it could be really boring. Well, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but if you're boring on camera, people don't want to watch boring. Let's just be real about it. If you're boring, maybe try to have a little bit of personality, laugh a little bit, tell some jokes, whatever it may be. The second thing, I think a lot of people are trying to follow recipes for people that blew up earlier. And think, well, if I do that, then I'm going to grow. They might have blown up, like I said, because they hit a wave, not because of what they were doing. And so don't follow a recipe. Be you. If you grow, you grow. The worst case scenario is if you get done with this thing, you you know what? I did the content that I want to do. I did it on the schedule that I wanted to do, and I don't really care how many people liked it. If one person out there subscribes to your channel, 
that you have the opportunity to, to reach and to help shape, form an opinion, teach one person, isn't that enough? So don't try to, you know, do a recipe that someone else did. Third, I'll go back to what I said before. I think people are out there trying to be celebrities. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do whatever they can to just become more subscribers. And here's the thing. It might work for a little bit. You might chase a trend. You might go a little bit of um, sky is falling and you, and, you, and you hit a little spike. So what happens? You keep tracing. You keep chasing those numbers. You go down that rabbit hole thinking, I'm going to continue to do the same stuff because it's growing. Then what happens? Your complete channel has changed because you were chasing numbers. Don't chase numbers. The numbers will come. And if they don't, who cares? If, if, if you are one of those people that revolve around what the subscriber count is, what views are, right. you're doing it for the wrong reason. So well, the answer is you. And I'm going to bring Tactical Toolbox out there. It's uh, throwing out some, some pretty good knowledge. And uh, we're definitely going to hit on, uh, I plan on hitting on some of that Anyway, that's why I kind of held my tongue to the end. But uh, yeah, we're going to hit on, on some of those points in a minute, and they go along a lot, a lot with what you're talking about there, uh, Ghost. But going to clean this one up. Uh, let Rogue do that before I I have the final word on this one. But uh, jump in here, Rogue. You know the uh, topic what we've been talking about. Well, I'll tell you my channel. Uh, my biggest problem was me. I just used to throw videos out there and somehow something, someone was going to get it. And then uh, I didn't understand the platform. I didn't understand what to do, how to do it. Uh, I, I didn't pay attention. Uh, and then, you know, actually, you know, I started talking to you and Ghost and, and I started understanding YouTube as a platform. Mm-hmm. And I started doing things different. And then I changed my content you know, how I was doing my content and things got better. Then I started posting one video a week. Things got better. Then I started posting one video and a short a week. Things got better. And then, you know, basically over the past year, I doubled my sub rate. Right. So um, everything that was wrong with my channel was me. Right. I did everything wrong. And then once I paid attention, started fixing those problems, I started to, to reap the benefit of that. Right. Yep. Mike White out there, he says some people gain subscribers by buying subs, uh, and that does not work. <laughs> so, uh, Ghost, you had a follow-up? Yeah, I just kind of wanted to ask the panel a question. Can I run this through? Because I know what happened with me, and you know this. My biggest growth, honestly, started happening when I stopped caring about numbers. Like, I literally turned off vidIQ. I turned off TubeBuddy. I didn't want to see how many views I've had in the last week. I didn't want to see how many views I had or how many subscribers I gained in the last week. I didn't want to see that. I stopped. I reached. Honestly, I kind of turned it off, and I hit 1,000 subs. When I hit 1,000 subs. I said, you know what? I never thought I'd get 10, much less 1,000. So at this point, everything else is gravy. And I think once people – make that flip and they stop necessarily caring and and you'll drive yourself crazy out there. People, if you're constantly watching your numbers quit and you'll be amazed at how quickly you grow. Well, not caring about your analytics or at least, at least subscribers, subscribers and views are something that 
golly, people freak over and they monitor all the time. And, oh, I haven't got, oh, uh, this video has been up a week and it's only got so many views or, or, oh, I, you know, I haven't gained this, this many subscribers in a month. And, you know, that sort of thing. I think and this is what Tactical Toolbox out there was, was talking about and why I wanted to, to follow up here. It aligns exactly with what you're saying, Gus. I think people are paying attention to the wrong analytics more than anything. Not only are they focusing way too much, I think, on analytics, but they're paying attention to the wrong ones. And so uh, he's absolutely right out there. There's a reason that um, there's there's an impressions funnel, right? Um, and if you go into your analytics, you're going to find this. And that's where budget, you. I know you and uh, a Tactical Toolbox out there had a little bit of back and forth. And you're both right. You're both not, you know, Either one of you are wrong because if you get a share, that's going to lead to impressions and that can in turn lead to click through rate, which is important, uh, which in turn leads to the ultimately watch time. Right. But how many people pay attention to click through rate and watch time? They don't. They're paying attention to the freaking subscribers. Why? Because we've been taught and told on YouTube that, oh, that person's got this many subscribers. That person's got this many subscribers. Who freaking cares? It you know, validates them in some way. Almost. If, if, if 99% of the people that view your videos, right, uh, view on a regular basis are not subscribed, then who cares that they're watching and giving you the, clicking on your stuff and giving you the watch time? Who cares if they're subscribed? I mean, honestly, who cares? So, um, you know, I agree in the sense of don't, uh, you know, don't pay, don't pay attention. And I'm one that does pay attention to analytics, but I pay attention to a lot of deep dive analytics. I look for patterns and I look for other things and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know people that constantly watch their sub count. They'll put it on live feed <clears throat> and we're talking about channels that only get two or three subs a day, right? And they'll go, oh, I only got five subs today. And it's like, oh my God, why are you even paying attention? You know? When you're getting five subs a day. Now, if you're coming up on some type of a milestone that you want to do an event for afterwards or something, yeah, I mean, maybe pay pay attention when you get within, you know, a hundred subs or something like that. Be paying attention to that. But you know, outside of that, who cares? Five thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand. Who cares? Uh, pay attention to what matters and to actually grow your channel. And with that, um. That's what I want to talk to. We talked about some of the people complaining um, that growth's not happening. But when we talk about, analytically speaking, anyway, the things, oh, hold on. We got Rick Netherly out there um, who has dropped a $10 super chat. Thank you, Mr. Rick. Appreciate that. He says, thanks so much for, uh, thanks so much to y'all for helping out your fellow channels. You're great folks. It's all about, all about community uh with uh yeah with us here for sure that's why we're here every thursday talking about this i wish other larger channels would do similar things and um yeah because we're all colleagues at the end of the day um so yeah let's let's run it run this back through the channel we've pretty much covered travis p11's uh 11's topics here and uh you know, most important, I want to say most important things for you. Now, here's the here's the issue. And I don't think anybody's brought this up necessarily. But I had a conversation just a couple of days ago with some of the stuff I put out on social media, trying to help these folks that were pulled from the YouTube partner program. 
and I've had a lot of conversations with people over the last few days, especially, but can't remember who it was. I'm not going to name drop anyway. Um, but I had somebody that him and I got into a conversation. He says, Hey, with all this, you know, and your connections and years, why don't you have a bigger channel? And I said, well, I know there's a lot of reasons I don't have a bigger channel. First of all, uh, I spent a lot of time doing content that I enjoy doing that is part of the community or a part of, you know, being a part of the industry and has more to do with relationships and connections than it does with, I just tried to put out a real popular video that's going to go viral. I don't have concerns about that. Um, I want, I also want evergreen content. I want content that is as valuable today as it is tomorrow, as it is three, two or three years from now. And ad revenue generation and other things on my channel reflect that because with all of the between the videos and podcasts and everything, you're talking 15, 1600 videos on the channel. Um, and when you talk about AdSense, which totally agree with Tactical Toolbox out there who says you can't rely on that, you need various revenue sources if you uh, if that's what you're after, right? Um, totally, totally agree with that. But, um, you know, I do pretty well considering my channel size. Um, so I want to talk about this because this is, this is something I like. Again, I don't think anybody mentioned, but let's discuss maybe what you, like I explained, kind of what I want to do with my channel. What are you looking to do with your channel for the folks on the panel? What is your, your goal, your end game? Um, and what things are important to you specifically to try to accomplish that? Uh, Rogue, we'll lead off with you again. Well, my end game is uh, eventually this will be my job. Um, I'm kind of jealous of budget right now, uh, taking that dive of, of uh, going full time. <laughs> oh, dude, I, 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 I know, but uh, easy. That's why I'm going to let you do this first so I can learn from your mistakes. Um, but now eventually I'll, I'll want to do this full time. But right now uh, I'm, I'm having fun. Uh, I, and when this stops being fun, I won't do it. If, if it stops being fun before I can do it full time, that's it. Uh, I'll, I'll stop doing it. I'm having fun. I'm meeting people. I'm talking to fellow creators. I'm talking to industry and it's just a lot of fun. Um, so that's why I eventually want this to be a full-time job. Cause I'm hoping that that fun will just continue and it'll be a full-time fun job. The problem with that is, is sometimes when you take what you like doing and do it for a living, it stops being fun. So um, that's all I'm, that's all I'm trying to do is get to that. And then uh, I just want to grow the channel and, and get a message out. Right. Uh, Sandy, jump in here. I think ultimately, I don't think I want to make videos for a living, but I'd love to springboard off of some exposure and be able to, to get paid to talk about the things I care about for a living. Um, on my channel, my ultimate goal isn't really growth. Um, if I wanted to try and duplicate what everybody else is doing, I would have already done that. But there's so many people out there that are doing so many great things that, I mean, arguably I shouldn't even be in here tonight because I don't even know if I'm a so much a gun tuber anymore. 
Uh, Close enough. I, I really spend more of my time just talking about things that I care about and that I'm passionate about. And uh, in lieu of, you know, saying that, I mean, so I just hit the 2000 sub mark myself. But when I do a live video, I mean, I go live to tens of people, not even hundreds at one time are watching. When I post up a produced video in the first 24 hours, I'll get, you know, maybe 40 or 50 views out of those 2000 people. They're not watching anyway. So that's not what concerns me. What concerns me is out of those 40 or 50 people that watch or those, you know, 100 people that that'll catch the the weekly podcast within a week's time. Um, I want to have something that, you know, gives them a reason to share it with their friends and say, you know, hey, this guy is kind of a, a you know, a dumb ASS, but sometimes he makes some sense and, and uh, I like what he says. And that's ultimately what, what I've kind of evolved into. Um, and my goals are, I guess, evolving. I'm sure all of us can say the same thing, but ultimately for me, um, I just want to, I want to be known as somebody who kind of calls it like I see it and uh, doesn't necessarily uh, pull any punches. Right. Um, Strike coming down to you. Uh, Goals, specific goals on your channel and the things you do to try to achieve those. Do more videos. That's my goal right now to just continue continue doing what I'm doing, but try and add more content because I've been lax in it lately and it's, it's primarily been, you know, my fault. So, you know, I'm I'm trying to get back into it. I've got I'm, the, the problem is I hate video editing. So, you know, you know how that goes. So I, I try and do as little editing as possible. But I, I do have one one comment for Rogue. Rogue, the one thing to take away from budget guns and gear is two words: technical difficulties. Don't do what he does. <laughs> Uh, we got Sarge joining us out there. So does the doctor coming in late as usual. Sarge says, whatever you do, uh, just don't sell out to those media company pyramid scheme types, uh, just to do your, just do your own thing. Uh, yeah. With some of the, uh, what is it like the, uh, dang it, like the networks or whatever, uh, like they used to have back in the day, that type of thing. Got to be really careful with that sort of thing. I think. For sure. Not saying it's a bad thing, but certainly got to be careful for it because uh, they can dictate the direction of your channel and potentially leave you in a situation where you don't have as much control as you might have otherwise. So, uh, but again, that depends. Do you want to blow up unequivocally or do you want to kind of do your own thing and make it on your own? Uh, Papa, coming over to you as far as the goals for your channel, specific goals for your channel and specific things that you do to try to make that, uh, that happen. What do you got to say? Well, you know, goals for the channel, I just continue to do what I enjoy doing. Um, you know, a lot of this is a learning process for me. If I you know, happen to pick up something, um, you know, get it home and, and trying to figure out more about it so I can let other people know about it and teach them or learn, you know, have them learn from me. Um, it, it's always just kind of been that way. I've, I've tried to grow the channel, but I've always just concentrated on what I like to do. I don't want to do stuff that, you know, if, and it shows if you're doing something you don't like to do, it will show in your video. So, I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. I'd like to find some other YouTubers around here, do some collabs and stuff like that. Um, 
right and, and kind of grow reach out and grow that way um, but uh, that's what my goals are at the moment right uh budget you're up well i've already been outed what my long-term goal is i'm, I'm trying to do this for a living <laughs> right uh it's you know it's as as part of my revenue stream you know i i, I want to do the writing thing i want to do the 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 youtube video thing i i i'm currently i'm teaching the concealed carry and the basic survival classes and stuff like that but it's all kind of related and interlaced and tied together so yeah I, eventually my uh youtube channel i want want to become a big part of that and in order to make that happen i've finally started to get off my ass and start doing more things on the regular than just my live stream. I've always been pretty good about that. I'd miss one here or there because of this, that, or the other reason. But, you know, my, my produced content was pretty inconsistent. I'm fixing that. I'm getting my nose to the grindstone and, and starting to crank out that content. And I'm already starting to see some results from that. So I find that encouraging. And that's why, you know, circling back to what I said earlier about, well, whose fault is it? <laughs> it's on it's on you me us whoever you know the it's your your success or failure rests on your own shoulders man that's that right uh ghost gonna bring you in here so the uh yeah the goals you have because we can have multiple goals you have for your uh channel and are there specific things you do to effort toward those um you know i, I have goals just because I'm, I'm like I'm unfortunately the ultra competitive guy. Um, now I'll cut your throat for playing marbles, you know, uh, if I can win. Uh, that's just my personality. But I, I don't like talking end game and goals when it comes to the YouTube thing because what if you reach them? So, you know, what I'm saying is this, I, I, I don't sit there and say, well, I want to do this, 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 and this. Or I want to be here, 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 here. My thing is, honestly, right now, especially in the last year or so, like the more I expand my own realm and, and knowledge and what I like about firearms um, or what I'm getting into myself, I just put that on the channel. Right. You know, I've never been an LPVO guy. I got an LPVO, really kind of liked them. So what am I doing? I'm doing an LPVO series and no one's watching it, but I don't care because I'm learning about LPVOs and I know well, there might be someone else out there that wants to know about an LPVO, you know, just using an example or right. survival skills or camping out or whatever it is, do what you enjoy. My goal is to have fun. And my goal for the channel is to do what I want to do. And if it only gets two people watching or 2 million people watching, I'm cool because I can go home and I can go to bed at night and say, I had fun making that video. I'm proud of that video. And I did exactly what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Now, it's hard for some people to do that, but you've got to be pretty secure, I, I guess. I don't know. But for me, it's just I don't – I have personal goals that I do in everything in my life. But if I start talking, hey, what's your end game? I don't want to do that because what if I reach my end game? Then it's my end game. I don't want to be an end game. My end game is to keep going and having fun, honestly. Right. No, no end in sight type situation. Um. Kid, I think is back now. So let you jump in and finish us out on this one. I honestly feel like I can relate to almost everything everybody has said. 
some things that everybody has said before. Um, my goal for my channel is to be a full-time uh, content creator. So it doesn't necessarily have to be on YouTube, but just in general, I enjoy doing this so much. And I put you know, lots of work into it too, where I know, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. So yeah, I, I chase the analytics, not necessarily sub numbers or views, because I can honestly tell you they don't matter whatsoever. But I do watch for audience retention. I try to see where they drop off. I try to figure out what am I doing that's boring people at certain points in the movie, right. video. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, at, you know, at that same rate, I just think it's, um, I don't know, it's it's a fun thing to do. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm, what I'm shooting for. Right. Uh, Ghost, got a follow up? Yeah, I I kind of what, what Steve was saying. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Big Kid uh, was saying that um, you know analytics wise, you know, we were talking about views and, and subs and all that. I'll tell you what I look forward to are the comments and not how many, but I enjoy the interaction of the comments. It's, you know, if you want to call me out and troll me, troll me. I have fun with trolls too. But the best thing about being a YouTuber, in my opinion, is getting a comment said man, this video really helped. I just bought mine and love it. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever product it is, it doesn't matter whether it's a, a $50 red dot or a $1,000 firearm. Man, thanks for helping me out. I love it. And if that makes them enjoy firearms more and get to the range more and buy more firearm-related products, then right. ultimately that's what we should all be doing. You know? Well, totally and, not just, and not just I bought it, but, oh, I understand this now. Or thank you for explaining this. In Absol- a way I understand or whatever. It. Absolutely. Or, thanks whatever. also. It's the best thing ever. Absolutely. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. Uh, it's what I go back on and said, you know, the purpose of my channel. That's why it's so multidimensional. As, as Budget said, his, his channel kind of is. And we talk nerdy creator stuff here, which doesn't do any good for the people that like to firearm, you know, gun tuber content. Uh, I cover the constitutional carry stuff. I went to firearm policy. Uh, uh, the uh what am i thinking about the uh uh gun rights policy conference uh covered that looking forward to doing that again this year it's supposed to be in texas by the way um you know and things like that which don't necessarily align with the reviews and the other stuff but at the end of the day i'd come up with a tagline for for the podcast a, a while ago that said uh you know bringing together the industry and community and I mean, that's what I like, whether it's, it's the firearm community at large, whether that's two way advocates, advocacy, activism, um, you know, whether it's the competition people, the hunters uh, and then the, the industry that, that makes it all popular. I, I lie possible, I should say. Um, and that's just that's what I like. I just I like working with with people in that uh, in that respect. So G up here, I got to find the comment, but he brought one up and I thought, hey, this would be a good one. We can kind of close on this because it kind of goes down the road we were talking about, or several of us was anyway. Uh, he he says, how can uh, one expect to impress industry contacts when doing it for fun? And the others the industry talked to are running business channels. So that's the question. I'll read it again. How can one expect to impress industry contacts uh, when doing it for fun? Uh, and, the, and the others the industry talked to are running business channels. So. That's an interesting uh, concept of is it possible to do both and how do you do that? Uh, since Mr. Big Kid waited so patiently this last go around, we'll kick that one off with him. What are your thoughts on G's question there, Big Kid? Well, um, 
it's weird because I think it kind of all can tie together. Now you can make videos without intentions of doing it for business reasons, but I can tell you um, when you start having videos that start taking off and doing really well, people will find you. I mean, I've been contacted so much more recently because of the videos I put out and they're decent companies, you know, companies that we've all heard of and opportunities, opportunities have opened for me um, because of that. And I think part of that is if you do what you love doing, if you're trying to improve yourself, make better content constantly and all that, hopefully someone's out there noticing and when that video does kick or you know get popular then i think certain people will see that mm-hmm. so um yeah uh budget jump in here on g's question well if you're doing it purely for fun i don't know that it really matters to you um this is true i i i can't i don't know I, my perspective on this has changed since I stopped viewing it as a hobby and started viewing it as a business. So to me, the the brand, the company aspect of it is a lot more important nowadays. So I'm man, I don't know that I can really intelligibly answer that question. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't. Well, fine. I'll move on because I know yeah. people. Papa wants to talk right now, so let's jump down, a 40, good idea. jump down to 45 ACP. Uh, what are your thoughts on G's question out there? I think uh, if you're having fun with it and companies are noticing you, that's a great thing. I mean, they, they don't want just a stiff board, you know, you know talking about their product. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've gotten with a few smaller companies, and I really enjoy it. I find stuff that I've never used before or something new and unique. And have, have helped those guys out, and they've helped me out, and um, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, strike, bring you in. Go. Uh, wow. Um, and that was words of wisdom. Yeah, on. Good Lord. Seriously? Nothing to say? No opinion? Come on. I don't know. I'm... Move on. Let somebody else do it. He wasn't paying attention. He didn't know the question. I wasn't paying attention. He was probably cleaning a 1911. Be careful, don't cut yourself. Actually, Um, actually, you're not actually following the truth. Right. Uh, Ghost, jump in here, man. Uh, uh, (laughs) Um, For me, it's kind of what budget was, kind of the same lines. Um, If you're doing this for fun, then industry context don't really matter. Honestly, if you're in it for industry contacts, if you, if that's why you get into it, and I'm not going to lie, you and I and, and several of those people in this room have seen individuals at SHOT Show walk up and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. What are you going to give me? Right. I've literally seen them do that. Right. Um, but there are people out there that are in it for only for the contacts or the free stuff and all that. If that's their plan, go for it because eventually these companies are going to find out. I think that companies, whether you run your channel as a business or run it for fun, what these companies are looking for was someone that can bring their company value. Whether well, you're running it like a business or you're just having fun with it. If they think that you can be a representative of their company and bring their company or product's value, I don't think they care if you're the most professional guy or not. Sometimes they may not want the professional type. It's true. 
uh, kind of depends on the flavor of your channel, right? What demographics you're pulling in because of that. So, you know, when yep. you said that, one thing that that dawned in my mind is can is let's see how do I want to say this? Can you? There's running your channel for fun, and there's having fun running your channel. Yep. Right. And that's kind of two different things. You can have fun running your channel. People are going to see that passion and the enjoyment you get and everything else, even if you're conducting business while you're having fun doing it. Um, yeah, and- I, I agree with that because, I mean, you know, you and I and, and Budget and, well, everyone in this room, they care about their brand. They care about their channel. They care about what people think of us. That's just, that's just a natural thing. You can have fun with something and still run it like a business. You know, one of the things that I like running mine like a business is it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me fresh. It keeps me thinking of new different things. If you're just doing it for fun, then you really have no reason to continue to try to get better. That's just me. Uh, that's true. Good point. Uh, Rogue, jump in here. Uh, um, no, I, actually, you guys kind of, I'm I'm the same way. Uh, I don't think you there's. I think a lot of the folks that come in and join this panel. Just I'm 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 going to interrupt you for a second, Rogue. Don't lose your train of thought. To say that, just so everybody out there knows, most of the people that's willing to come into this chat and talk about some of the things we talk about, we do kind of all see eye to eye a lot of times, and that's why they're on this chat and in this panel. And that's unfortunate because sometimes we don't get uh, a dissent of opinion quite often. But anyway, go ahead, Rogue. No, I mean, there is a difference between doing it for fun and having fun doing it. Uh, and, you know, that's that's where the difference is. You know, I say my short-term goal is to have fun doing this. A long-term goal is to have fun doing this, but have fun doing this while making money. I think that, you know, like, like G-Webs was saying there, you have the um, commercial channels, like I like to call them, you know, they're running their business. They're they're very strict on, you know, I'm going to run this as a business. That's great. That's great for certain content. Some people like it. It works for them. Mm-hmm. Other people have fun, you know, loosen up a little bit. And, you know, industry contacts may like that too. Right. You know, uh, like Ghost was saying, these people are trying to, trying to make money. And if that personality fits, they're going to, they're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Sandy, clean this one up and, uh, we'll move on. Okay. Let me see if I can make a coherent thought here. Um, I think there's a distinct difference still between the people that are doing it for fun and the people that are, that are doing it for business, whether or not they're having fun doing it. Um, I think that at some point and probably at some point early on, if you are doing this, you need to make a decision. And if it, if, if it changes down the road, then make another decision down the road. But you need to figure out early on, are you doing it for fun or are you doing it for a business? Because any psychologist can tell you if, if something starts out being fun and then all of a sudden you start getting paid to do it, pretty soon you won't do it unless you get paid. And so 
that'll take all the fun right out of it. And if you're not aware of that and, and okay with that or planning on that, then one day you kind of wake up just all of a sudden, you don't even know how this happened and everything's kind of collapsing on you. Whereas if you know early on you want it to be a business or at the very least you have ambitions that it goes that way one day, you know, I don't think it's going to blindside you. Um, ultimately, I, I do what I do. Uh, I have fun doing it. I don't do it just for the sake of doing it or else I would do it more often and more regular. Although, I mean, we talked about this the other Monday night, you and I, I mean, I'm on hiatus right now too, but hopefully that ends soon. But uh, I mean, once that time comes, um, you know, it, it's a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm out here at this point. My focus is kind of shifted. I'm building a network too. And it's not to get free stuff because it's not so much the, the gun industry. I've kind of shifted my focus over to uh, Second Amendment advocacy and, and even activism. But I'm building that kind of a network. And, uh, you know, I, I still reserve the right to have fun doing what I'm doing. Um, and it's also, in my case, it's a good outlet because now that I'm starting to do things online with, with, uh, my, my other, other, other project where I represent all of Nebraska's gun owners as a board member, I mean, that I've got to be a little more guarded with what I say and I can't always have an opinion or my own opinion. Right. And so, uh, it's, it's good for an outlet too, but I, I just think that you need to, you need to kind of figure out early on, if it's going to be for fun, then go have fun. And, and if it's going to be, if it's going to become work, then if you want that good, go chase it. If you don't want it to become work, then take steps to make sure it never becomes that way. Because right. once fun becomes work, and I don't mean, uh, it is a lot of hard work sometimes to do this, but once it stops being fun and starts being a job and, and not, not good work then and I don't know if I can explain the difference. I think everybody knows what I mean when, when I say the difference between a job and, and you know, fun right. heart, um, once, once it makes that transition, then, I mean, your heart's not going to be in it. And, and you're going to be one of these people that we talked about earlier that just kind of ends up disappearing and just falling right. off because you don't have that, that incentive anymore. Well, or our circumstances or situations change again, YouTube policy is one of those, right? YouTube, there's a shift in YouTube policy or there's a shift in seasonal viewer demographics or whatever the case may be. And you're reliant upon that income and you don't have other, you should have other sources anyway, but let's say you don't. And that forces you into it, that forces your hand, right? Into a situation where you have to go do something else because you've got a family to, to well, and I think we saw that, whatever it might be. I think we saw that happen to several people a couple of years ago when that big adpocalypse happened twice in the same year or whatever it was. I mean, there were right. several people that kind of had to slow down a little bit on what they did uh, as far as live stuff goes and produce stuff just because right. they had to pick up more hours at their day job. Right. Yeah. Uh, nice strike. Jump in here. Uh, all right. I, I had a coherent sentence and then Sand Hill Shooter just took everything I was going to say and said it right before I could say it. So, That's exactly what I would have said too, Night Strike. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well played. So, cop out. Cop out. So, cop out. So, really, what, Sam, uh, what Night Strike's say, trying to say is uh, ditto. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I, the reason why I didn't have a thought was, yes, I was playing with my 1911. And, two, I, I've never really thought about my YouTube channel really being, you know, 
worthy of, you know, I guess, you know, turning it into a business because I just have fun with it. And right. I, I, I enjoy having fun with it. But it did lead to a business, uh, you know, of spinning something else off and starting a business, you know, with, uh, you know, with GunTube. So you know, it's just, it's just do what you enjoy. And if you, if you enjoy doing it, continue doing it. If you don't enjoy doing it because it becomes a job, well, don't do it then because, you know, you won't enjoy it. But right. I enjoy doing it. Right. So. Well, so, you know, I'll give one example. And Tactical Toolbox still out there. And he's got a really good comment. We'll, we'll cover that in a second before we kind of close things out. But, um, you know, when I, you know, it, it, of course, he's echoing the sentiment that I've had and I've been wanting to talk about it. So, you know. I was talking to another creator today and I was talking about traveling, you know, going and covering shows and doing things right. Wherever that might be, wherever I go, man, I work my tail off. I work my tail off, but at the same time, I'm having fun doing it. Right. And, and even like you go to a shot shows, one of the most phenomenal weeks ever. And at night, yeah, you get to hang out with people that you don't see very often. You get to go, to different functions or whatever that you don't normally get to go to. You get to hang out with some industry people. Occasionally you get to eat some good food. You get to, you know, there's all kinds of cool things, but then the show starts the next morning and you're right back in it, man. 110%. Let's get this done. Right. Um, so the two could exist at the same time, but I, th I think it's a tricky proposition. Um, tactical toolbox out there. He says, I'd like to say it. Uh, I'd say it like this. So my channel is a business, but I still make videos on topics and products that don't earn him any money. Uh, so for me earning a living doing YouTube didn't ruin the fun. Uh, yeah. I, and I feel that way. I feel like uh, that's, there's a lot of videos on my channel that, that honestly hold me back, but it's stuff that I want to do, whether I enjoy that, whether I believe in that company, whether I like that company and they just may not have the most popular products out there, unfortunately, but you know what? That's okay. Um, I'm a diehard. I don't make any bones about it. Streamlight guy, for example. So I just do not mess with Olight, even though they reached out a thousand times and everybody puts out their stuff. Hey, that's just me. Right. Uh, so let's run this through because we're about an hour and 20 minutes in. So let's run this one through the panel. We've got a big panel uh, and let everybody give their uh, closing thoughts on this. Everything we've been talking about tonight, of course. Uh, and then also uh, if you have plugs for channel and stuff like that, throw those out as well before we get out of here. Uh, Papa, we'll start down there in the corner with you, man. Go. Well, you know, Get out there. We always say get out there and uh, you know, film. Um, if you're starting to feel burnt out, change it up a little bit. Yep. Bring a friend over. Um, you know, bring somebody else in. Do something a little different, um, just to kind of you know change it up a little bit to bring that excitement back. But uh, you know, I just you know ran into a thing with a you know, family member having some some issues and hospitalizations and stuff. But you know, you just got to power through it sometimes and. And keep going. But uh, other than that, I don't have a whole lot new at the moment. Uh, nice strike. Jump in here. Right. Uh, 
it, 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 again, for, to follow up with what Clover was saying, it's sometimes it's also about the mindset, whether you're in the mindset to, you know, just have fun and do what you're doing or, you know, you, you, it, it's become too tiresome to do. So you don't do it anymore. But again, if you don't go out there and try, if you don't actually actually go out there and do something at all, then, you know, what's it matter whether, you know, it feels like a job or not? Uh, I'm going to address Brandon out there. He says, is it too late to start from scratch as someone who's gotten into guns over the last year? Absolutely not is the answer to that. We covered that early, earlier. So if you come in late, Brandon, you can back up and listen to our thoughts on that uh, for shizzle. Uh, Sandy, jump in here. Final thoughts on everything we've talked about. If you have those words of wisdom and then uh, any plugs or anything else you want to talk about. I think I'm pretty much out of words of wisdom. Um, you can go check me out. Hopefully my hiatus will be ending with the month of May, um, partly due to the fact that I think by next week I'm going to have to be home and go back to work, whether my wife's out of the hospital or not. So here in the next week or two, I should be able to get to get off my lawn podcast back up and running. I've been kicking around a new night in time, but if I do, it's going to directly compete with this show. So if oh, wow. that happens, I would expect everybody to be here and then catch mine on the replay. But that's the best part about replay is you can uh, you can find them anytime. So yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, for me, I guess my biggest advice is whether you're having fun or running a business, either way, uh, don't be afraid to take a chance. Don't be afraid to rebrand like budget may or may not be doing. Don't be afraid to change your night and time if you're going live. Uh, the way that I might be doing, um, you know, just kind of see what works. I mean, worst case scenario, you put it back the way it was and keep pushing forward. Uh, but don't be afraid to take a chance. And if you're listening to this and you, you're not doing videos, but you've thought about it, don't be afraid to take a chance, get your butt on YouTube, start making videos. Uh, you yep. can, you can find my stuff. It's all for now on YouTube. It's all on Gunstreamer under the same name. Uh, Sand Hill Shooter, it's on Facebook as well. Uh, anybody that wants to find me can can find me there. Thanks for uh, jumping in, Sandy. Uh, Mr. Big Kid, final thoughts and uh, plugs. Well, I guess, first of all, to answer Brandon's question, do it. Just turn the camera on, start playing with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep. Even if you don't want to post your video, just, just have fun and experiment. Um, I hope, you know, with what, what, what we're doing, that we can actually attract a lot of new gun tumors, gun yep. tumors. I think that's what we need. Um, other than that, I think stick close. I think everybody, it's, it's nice to have a community. All of you guys, um, Clover ghost, you guys have helped me a lot in the past. You guys have seen me since I was that, that very low subscriber. Jeez. I think I got a shout out from ghost when I was at like 25 subs, which was awesome. Um, hey, I just want, I just want 10%, bro. Just 10%. It's all I ask. Right. You betcha. <laughs> um, hey, ten percent of zero is still good, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, there's other people I met. Uh, Tactical Toolbox. He's been an amazing friend. We met over at the Gundy's, and he lives really close. But he's been giving me so many tips on growth and helping me out too. So there's, it's just such an awesome place to be. You know, it's it's fun. I'm having a blast, and you know, I hope it keeps growing, and I hope you all keep growing too, because you guys are great. Um, other than that, I don't have anything insanely awesome coming out soon. Um, rather, I have a video I posted last week uh, with a 50 cal armor plate that LA Police Gear made for me. 
to shoot with a 50. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, come check it out. Thanks for uh, thanks for jumping in, big kid. Appreciate it. Uh, budget. Well, first off, I want to say thanks for the invite. Uh, this show is, as always, a delight to be on, and I always learn something, which is kind of my thing. Um, you can find me here on YouTube at Budget Guns and Gear Reviews, on the web at BudgetGunsAndGear.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at uh, Budget Guns and Gear. Um, I have a couple things coming out soon. I just Matter of fact, I finished filming a review for these Bastion EDC gears, uh, Persuader, and I have a Braza as well. So I'll that'll be coming out. I think I'm gonna drop that on Wednesday. And I also finished filming a review of what I'm wearing, the first tactical men's V2 shirt and pants. So I've been working those pretty hard over the last couple months to try and break them. And I haven't so far. So that's pretty cool. Uh, those will be coming out soon. Um, I will not wait. Yeah, I will be having tomorrow. What am I? Oh, geez. I was almost canceled when I didn't have to. It's next week. I won't be doing the right of the people where we use the first to defend the second. That'll be tomorrow night at 7 PM Eastern on my channel here on YouTube. Uh, come check that out. If you haven't already, we talk about second amendment related news, politics, and current events. It's uh, always a good conversation and I hope you can come be part of it. Thanks. Well, in other words, you defend the, uh, you use the first to defend the second. I screwed that up, but that's okay. Yep. Uh, rogue. Yeah. Like, like we've always said, turn on the camera, start filming. Trust me, I was so camera shy. I stumbled on words. I did everything wrong in the beginning of my channel. Uh, after I started getting in the right direction, I had a family emergency that, well, quite frankly, my channel was my outlet. Um, so I got to I got to immerse myself in my downtime and get out of my head and do gun content, and uh, that's what I like to do. Uh, eventually, I got out of my shell and I got in front of the camera. And then that's just kind of where things went. You know, I started growing as a person and I started growing as a channel along with it. So just turn the camera on. Don't worry about what's going to happen. You will figure it out over time. You will eventually get comfortable in front of that camera and, uh, and, and just enjoy it. So, uh, but thanks for having me on. Uh, for anybody that's looking for me, you can reach me on just about every social media channel. Just, you know, look for the Rogue Banshee. Or you can just got you know just Google me, just Google the Rogue Banshee. You'll end up on my YouTube channel or my website or anything. And uh, but uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on. I think this is a really really good timely discussion to have. Right. Thanks for uh, being a and being a regular. Appreciate that too. Uh, Ghost, clean it up. Uh, I got. Uh... I, 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 sorry, I pulled a nice right there. My bad. Uh, no, I, I got a couple of things. One for the creators out there, and, and it's going to go back to the original question of burnout. If you find yourself getting burned out, the best thing to do is what I do, and it's it's the best for me. I don't know if it's going to work for you, but find something that you're not comfortable with. Whether it's if you don't hunt and you're getting burned out, 
maybe try building a hunting rifle or buying and doing some reviews on hunting rifles or you do more outdoor stuff or find something that's not in your comfort zone and dive yourself into learning something new because you'll get excited about learning something new and you'll actually get out of that burnout. So don't be afraid to try something that is completely foreign to you. Like with me, it would be bolt actions or revolvers, stuff like that. I mean, it's just one of those things. Don't be afraid to try something new because that might bring you out of that burnout stage. As a consumer, which we're all in this room of consumers, not just creators, but if you're a consumer of content and you're doing a search for something, whether it's a gun or a red dot or pants or backpacks or whatever it may be, please don't just skip over the videos from creators that have 200 or 1,000 subs. Yep. Don't just go to the big dogs because you never know. The person that has the 100 or 200 subs might actually give you the best information you're looking for that you can find. And two, they might only have 200 subs because they just started last week or last month or it's two months ago. You might catch them before they become big. And you might be one of the reasons why they can become big. If you find someone that you like, be faithful to them. Stick with them, even if they're not putting content out as much. You know, follow those. But if you're doing a search, don't just automatically skip over the smaller channels content just because they're smaller channels. It doesn't mean it's not good. Um, that's the yeah. biggest thing. So if, if you're going to want to find me, please don't try. But if you Google Ghost Tactical, you're going to find Airsoft and uh, all that stuff. So have fun with that. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for being on. Yeah, I'll echo it. And, and even what Mario said out there, he said, I don't have a camera. Turn on I talk all the time. I say turn on the microphone or and or the camera. Uh the audio podcast world is huge. So um yeah, I mean take advantage of that, right? Uh things you enjoy, uh, a value proposition you might can enjoy and make no mistake, as Ghost said. Even if you're getting into something new, your journey into that something new could help somebody else that may be getting into it new as well. So it's almost like they're uh, going along with that, uh, whatever, on that on that journey with you, which is kind of cool. I uh, want to take a second to say special thank you to, of course, the Patreon patrons who we have picked up a couple of new ones over the last few weeks, as well as the YouTube channel members that are out there. Uh, appreciate it and uh, those that of course super chat where we talk about revenue and other things all of that drastically helps i'll be putting out probably a video in the next couple of weeks uh, on some uh, things that were of course made possible uh, by all of the uh, wonderful people that do that uh, as far as the studio tonight yeah it's pretty much closed but we'll see you next week uh, and we will hashtag talk nerdy with our panel of gun tubers of course until then stay nerdy